Hello and welcome to CBS Radio Mystery Theater from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... Marshall. There is nothing to fear but fear itself. Those ringing words ushered in the first term of Franklin Delano Roosevelt, 32nd President of the United States. Neither Mr. Roosevelt himself, his presidency, and the duration of it have anything to do with this story. Only that unforgettable phrase, which is as true now as it was then, as valid for an individual as it is for a country. Senor Matero. Something blocking the road. Are you all right, Senorita Welch? See, si, yes. But what are those flares up ahead? An accident, perhaps. I don't think so. Wait. You hear horses, hooves? What's that? Some caballeros coming. Maybe they're the police or local officials. With guns in their hands? No, Senorita. I think you are going to get your romantic wish. I think here come your bandidos. <laughs> mystery drama, Conquest of Fear, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Ian Martin and stars Tammy Grimes. It is sponsored in part by True Value Hardware Stores and Buick Motor Division. I'll be back shortly with Act One. remember Elizabeth Welch, that shining star who seared her way across the American screen like a comet, appearing suddenly from obscurity in the full bloom of womanhood, and after her meteoric career, retiring to obscurity again as a wife and mother of a man equally as charismatic as she. Elizabeth Welch was, in her early thirties, one of the great femme fatales. The stories of what men dared and lost for her are legion. This is only one of them. They must be quite high up, Senor Mateos. Yes, Senorita. The Pyrenees. These are mountains, not molehills. No. Mountains, by all means. How ominous and forbidding they look by moonlight. And lonely. So terribly lonely. This road. It is cut from the heart of the mountains. By the day, it is of the most beautiful, a necklace wound about the hills of Spain. By night, it's more like a dying snake in its last contortions. Is this a tunnel we're going through? No, just a cut through the hills. If you could look through the top of the car, you could see the sky. I don't want to look up. Makes me think I might have been far safer in that sky on my way to Madrid in a plane. But then I would have missed the pleasure of your company. And there was no plane till tomorrow. You're sure it wouldn't have brought me to Richard faster? That's all I care about. Believe me, I have checked through the agency. Mr. Barton arrives on the night plane from Rome. By car, you can meet him in Madrid before 3 a.m. By plane, it would have been in the middle of the day tomorrow. Or, since it is almost midnight, today. Then we have no quarrel. 
After being separated for three months, every minute counts. Have no fear, senorita. My chauffeur, Miguel, has eyes like a cat and hands as quick. As quick as his master's? I, I beg pardon? Will you take your arm from my shoulder, please? I was merely trying to distract the senorita. Shall we just keep this all at a business level? I was vacationing in Biritz. I learned that Richard was finishing his film early... And the agency asked you to arrange for me to get to Madrid in time to meet the man I'm going to marry. Which I am doing to the best of my ability. If I believe you without question, will you behave yourself? I will try. I think I prefer a promise. From my head, you have it. But in matters of the heart, or... Oh, come on, Juan, knock it off. There's no future in this for either of us. Unless you have a plan to take me to some mountain eyrie... And then force me to submit to your nefarious desire. I am a gentleman, I hope. I would never force a lady. Whatever happened to that Spanish machismo? I should have known if I tried to cross swords with you, I would be defeated before I even began. No. You are a most attractive man. Earlier in my life. <laughs> but that was before I met Richard. I am going to Madrid to be married, senor, to the man that I think... In her secret dreams, every girl and woman would like to be married to. So, may we leave it at that and try to enjoy the rest of the trip? I am properly chastened. Then now that we understand each other, Senor Matero... Oh, poor favor, Juan. So that I know I am forgiven. There really isn't much to forgive, is there, Juan? Thank you. Tell me, who lives amongst these tumbling rocks? Who knows? Shepherds? Goat herders, animals, birds, and... <laughs> no outlaws? Bandits? Gypsy bands? Oh, not in this day and age. There were in other days and other times. Since the war... El Codillo ruled all Spain with an iron hand. Who is to say no to the general? Nor is it a wise thing to try. What happened? There's a tree trunk across the road. Uh, Senorita Welch, are you all right? See, si, see, si, yes. But what are those flares ahead? An accident, perhaps. Uh, probably a washout. I don't think so. You hear? Those are horses' hooves. How did that huge trunk get there? I don't know, but we cannot pass. There are caballeros coming. They must be police. Or local officials. With guns in their hands? Uh, I'm afraid you have got your wish. These are bandidos. Hey, you already have the door open and welcome, bueno. What is the meaning of this? Quiet, little man. And do not try anything foolish. You are the man who was driving. You are surrounded, and we are well-armed. Pedro, bring a torch here. Now, let us see what game we have flushed. Ah, to tenemos. A car of the most incredible. A driver dressed as prettily as a Saturday matador. A fat merchant, and... Uh, who the torch hire? Pedro, que corazón, no? Una señorita la más hermosa. So, please descend. I have no intention of getting out of this car until... Until what? I think the señor was referring to me, Juan. Por qué? Why do you think that? Because he said please. Well, señor bandit? <laughs> the lady is correct. But get out. Very well. 
Now what, Senor Bandit? Be quiet, woman. Now listen to me, Senor, whoever you are. My men will remove the tree. You will drive to the nearest town, Madrilengo. I will give you three days to arrange the ransom for the Senorita. And the sum will be... Uh, 10,000 American dollars. Ten thousand. Don't interrupt. Listen. We will make contact with you in three days through the La Fonda Hotel. You will be watched. Do not contact the police. You must be out of your mind. You cannot abduct this woman. Do you know who she is? She is a star of the American no, cinema. Uh, no, American senor, Pedro, I... Pedro, the touch. Gracias. Hey. Por Dios. You see? You would be mad. Oh, be quiet. I warn you, you talk too much. Muy bien. Okay. The same instructions, senor. Only now the ransom is 100,000. That's ridiculous. Whoever you are, Senor Materos is only someone I know in the briefest acquaintance. He couldn't raise any sum of money like that for me. I'm in your car, senor. Boy, that Would is... you prefer to be shot and let us handle the negotiation? Do what he says, senor Materos. Very well. It is better, and I will make all arrangements for your freedom. I'm sure you will. And now, little Saturday Matador, in your bright little uniform, climb in and drive. Pedro, Carlos, Luis, move the tree trunk. Start the car. Now you drive straight to Madrilengo. And now, El Curio? Don't call me that. Oh, pardon me. What else are you? That is not to discuss I am what I am, and you are... I am what I am also. Well, <laughs> you mock me, huh? That is all right. But this is not some moving picture script. Get up. On what? Behind me, on my horse. Oh, my apologies, senorita. I have no extra horse for you. So, with your permission... Or without or it. Or without it. Here, my hand. And I beg you to ride behind me. I only hope the horse is as strong as you, senor. <laughs> he has been ridden double before. But this time he may be hard to handle. Why? He has never known a whip as biting as your scorn. Are we ready to go? Why ask someone who has no choice? Well, I know I owe you some apology. To be close to you with your arms about me is to know how truly beautiful you are. And I have a shame. You damn well ought to. You have set a price of only 100,000. It should have been a million. Caballero! Vamos! Buenos dias, senorita. Are you out of bed? A moment. I am awake. Yes. I am Mercedes. Buenos dias, Mercedes. What is it you want? I am to serve you. Shall I help you dress? If you insist. Because what you wear is not for our mountains. I brought a skirt and a blouse if you... Would not be ashamed. Ashamed? I'd be delighted. <laughs> if I hadn't lost my bags in the car, I'd have some jeans or slacks. Well, anyway, 
Can you help me unhook this blouse? Oh, the sea, senorita. You say you are Mercedes. That is my name. You're very kind to help me dress. How old are you? I am nearly in my 20th year. Oh, <clears throat> what a beautiful suit. Que colossal. And so beautifully stitched. Oh, oh, let me help you with my skirt. Thank you. These are your clothes? See. Si. It's lucky we're the same size. There. And the blouse? So? How do I look? Oh, I, I will tell you something, senorita. I do not think the suit you took off was so beautiful, not now. Why? Because when you put on my clothes, my skirt, my blouse, suddenly they become just as beautiful. Oh, Mercedes. I think you were sent to me as an ambassador of goodwill. Okay. I think you have been sent to make me forget that I am a prisoner held for ransom. Oh, please, senorita, do not think too harshly of our leader. Can you give me any other reason I should think otherwise? Oh, yes. He is desperate for all of us. We are starving and alone, and we need ammunition. Ammunition? For what? Against those who are in power who would kill us. You mean the police? Those in authority, if you wish to call them that. You will come to no harm here. Are you so sure? Supposing no one thinks I'm worth $100,000, what would your peerless leader do? Just keep me here? Another mouth to feed when you cannot afford to feed those you have already? Well, anyone would pay a hundred thousand to free you. But suppose they don't. Then the man you worship so completely would have no choice but to cut my throat. No, Grace Dios, he would never do that. I wouldn't count on it, Mercedes. You see, I know who he is. The small, dark girl, eyes shadowed with fright stares at the taller woman with the tawny hair and the sea-green steady eyes. But behind Elizabeth's composure is a bitter regret that she has blurted out a statement that could be her death warrant. I shall return shortly with Act Two. There's a word in very common coinage today, the word macho. In Spanish, it means literally a he-goat. But figuratively, it expresses an almost mystical necessity of maleness. The Spanish term machismo, which is at the root of his honor, his right to live, his pride. It is what so many times in history has made the Spanish a great people. And at the same time is perhaps their Achilles heel. The Spaniard can be the kindest and most charming of men, but also the most cruel. Which face will Elizabeth Welsh's captor turn towards her? Yes, come in, Andre. From the way you opened the door, I might have expected you, Senor Bandido. Don't call me that name. Since we have not been formally introduced, what shall I call you? The name is Fornada. If you need a name, Senor Nadier will serve well enough for a few days. Very well, Senor Nadier. What can I do for you? Nothing. Are you being taken care of? Under the circumstances, I suppose. Muy bien. 
Adios. Just a minute. I have a complaint. Hear it to Mercedes. She will know if it can be remedied. Forgive him, senorita. He has much on his mind. So have I. What, what is your complaint? Is there some way I can help? I don't know. I've been shut up all day. I feel like a jungle cat in a zoo. I would like to go outdoors, take a walk. Can you arrange that for me? I don't know. I, I can ask Rafael. Rafael? My brother. You, you said you knew him. Oh, <laughs> you mean the bandido. I don't know him by that name. But then what? El Gitano. <gasps> That's all I need. I wasn't wholly sure. Now I am. What is Spain's foremost matador doing holed away in these mountains? It's so, so difficult to tell. And do not call him bandito. What else is he? What else are all of you? We are citizens. Oh, it's so hard. I, I I do not have all the words. You see, it, it, it was like this. When I was in... Oh, you understand that a, a, a baby just... Beginning to walk, my my father was Don Ernesto Federico Locker y Albinez. And he owned all the land you see from the mountains at dawn and beyond. He was what, what you call so rich. Then there was a war, a terrible civil war. Don Ernesto would take no part on either side. He was so proud. Always he had ruled his people and let no other touch them, so... So, go on, little Mercedes. I am too little to remember all that happened. I only know that finally he had to run here to the mountains with his family and all of those who followed him. And this was after the war? See? But he had taken part on neither side of the war. Why did he have to flee? Well, he had what you say, sheltered men from both sides. When they were better from their wounds, many did not want to go back to a war where brother killed brother, so so they stay with my father. So the regime threatened your father? When El Cordillo sent his men to take our land, we became banditos, outlaws, desperados with the price on our heads, or so they call us. Well, I say it again. What are you? We take only what is ours from our own land. That is not to steal. And what about me? I don't belong to you. You pass across our lands and we must have some payment. We must... We must live, eat, feed our people. So you send your bully boy, your senor machismo, or whatever he wants to call himself, to get money from innocent people. He is not a bully boy. What else would you prefer to call him? Extortionist? Kidnapper, abductor. He is our leader. That man who brought me here was your father? I know. Mi padre's morte two years ago. That was when Rafael came back. Rafael? You mean El Gitano? All right. I cannot deny who he is. Oh, why did he not stay with the bulls? He was a great torero. The greatest. All Spain knew he was the greatest. El Gitano, the gypsy. He was magnificent. I saw him three years ago in Seville. And then, suddenly he disappeared. To come back to this. Why? I do not know for a certainty. Because my father died, maybe. 
Because of me, maybe. I I do not think that either. Or he could have sent for me and I would have come to him wherever he was. You love him that much? Oh, but of course. Even though he had deserted you? But he had to do that. Didn't you feel you had some claim on him? No, senorita. How can any woman love a man who leaves her? Why should I not? He is my brother. Who is it? Huh. Why do I even ask? I have no rights. Come in or not as you desire. What is it this time, Senor Nadie? Mercedes tells me you feel shut up, oppressed. It is no thought of ours to punish you. If you wish some air, come with me. I don't need a guard. Escape is not only unlikely, but impossible from this mountain fastness. Still, I prefer to go with you. I prefer to make sure. After you, senorita. Fresh than I smells. It always does. Always to prisoners? How nice. There's a moon. Where are we going? Up there. Here is a ledge behind that big rock. You can see miles from it, even under moonlight. A lovely view. Especially for prisoners. Much further? No. Hard to see in the shadows. Hey, if you don't want to look out. No. I need to stretch my wings. Here? Around this rock? Yes. Oh, yes. It is lovely. But you are right. About what? It is a view for prisoners. You as well as me. <laughs> what does that mean? But it says, you are obviously a man of background. How can you condemn yourself to a life like this? It is my place. These are my people. I am their leader. They depend on me. To rob and steal? Call it what you will. There is no choice. I live this way because I prefer it. Whatever I want is easy to achieve. I take. You are an anachronism. Living in a medieval world. A world that no longer exists. Maybe, but this is my chosen world. What is so different about the one outside? A world of liars, cheats, fair-weather friends and fools. I give you your word, senorita. I will keep mine. You've taken mine away from me. That is... Hope. Can you say the same for yours? Hiding by day, skulking by night, at the mercy of weather. It is enough for me. Or for your sister, Mercedes? It will have to do for her also. Why not? She is a woman. A woman? See, <laughs> see, si, si, senorita. I suppose she is. Do you know, senorita, until you came, I think I had almost forgotten what a woman is. And now? Now? With you beside me? 
Just as suddenly I remember everything a woman is. The sound of her voice, the smell of her, the trap of her hair, the scented brushing against my cheek, the promise of her lips, and the touch of them that can be as irresistible as. Is that what you gave me this little touch of freedom for? No. To parade your machismo. What you want, you take. Yes. But I am not yours to take. And you will not touch me again. You have courage, Elizabeth. I didn't give you the privilege to use my name. And what is life without courage? It's the best thing we humans have. You, of all people, should know that, senor. Not yet. Senor, nothing. No. No, please stop calling me that. Then shall I call you by your real name, El Gitano? Who told you that? Mercedes. She talks to me. No, I recognize you for myself. Just answer me one question. What made you run away from what you were, El Gitano? Were you afraid? I could kill you for saying that. But you won't. And shall I tell you why? Because you can't kill fear. You can only conquer it. You are not fighting the world. You only fight yourself. And it is a battle that will be won or lost back in the bullring. There is no doubt. I would do anything to save him. Hey. Oh, Senorita. This is as far as I go with you. Follow the path before you. In about three miles, you come to the town of Madrirengo. You should find your Senor Materas there at the La Fonda Hotel. You're not coming with me. Mercedes is guarding the pass. I don't think we were followed, but I have to go back to her. And then? We will go away together to make a chance in life for my sister. I owe Mercedes at least that. And your people? The ransom will be paid. How? You have asked me about fear and if I was afraid. Well, now at this moment I tell you, yes, 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 I was afraid. I ran from the bullring because the fear was in my belly and my legs would not support me. Can you imagine what this fear is like? The fear of the bulls. What is worst of all are the aficionados that only yesterday loved and adored you and now are crying for your blood. Ready to fling you aside like garbage. And then... 
Then comes the worst fear of all. Feel that you are no longer a man. So I ran and lived with fear and hated myself and hated the world. Now? Now at least you have given me hope. You can't kill fear, but you can try to conquer it. So, we'll go back to the bulls. Bravo. Senor Bravo. I'll watch for your name in Seville, Madrid. <laughs> if I can get Corridos again, first I must practice, prove to myself in the smaller rings that I'm ready. And when I am, then I invite you to come see me. And I must pay you a ransom. That will take time. It is an affair of honor between me and my people. But when it is done, you will come and see me fight the bull? I don't know if I'll be here. I want you to understand that I am on my way to Madrid to be married to the man I love. Ah. It's la guerra, no? I still hope. Thanks for setting me free. It was you who set me free. One thing only I ask in return. Yes? My future is in your hands. Do not give me away to the police. Well, I promise you I'll keep your secret. Then I give you one more to keep. Ay, how hard it is to say not in Spanish. I, I love you with all my heart. <laughs> Madness, of course. But I will always hope. By Dios. The scatter of the horse's hooves raises a cloud of gray Spanish dust that half obscures the departing horseman. For a long time, after she can no longer see him, Elizabeth Welch remains looking after him. In her mind, two thoughts. Will Raphael win his battle with fear? And will their paths ever cross again. I shall return shortly with Act Three. The 1977 Buick Regal. It comes with Buick's terrific V6 engine. It carries six people and lots of Buick comfort. It's lean. It's maneuverable in city traffic. It's the most luxurious mid-sized car Buick builds. Yeah, this new Regal is pretty much everything a car should be. Except for one thing. It isn't yours yet. But it can be. Just see your Buick dealer for a test drive. Whether or not Elizabeth Welch might have spent much thought on the strange man who had abducted and then set her free, events allowed her no time to. Her marriage to Richard Barton caught the fancy of American and even world audiences and catapulted them both to a dizzying superstardom. These were golden years, basking in adulation and snowed under by work, till at last something far more important than fame happened to Elizabeth. Hey, Beth. I'm over by the pool. Hi, darling. I'll come and join you. <laughs> ah. If I can make it. Are you all right, Angel? Just pooped, Rich. 
I didn't expect you home so early. All the retakes finished? Yep. They can't fuss around me anymore. They can't shoot me anymore anyway. I'm beginning to show. And it's all your fault. All my fault? I like that. Who has talked nothing but baby since the day we were married? Well, it took me long enough. But here's number one. Well, let's not start counting till we've successfully hatched one. Rich, let me tell you something. Hmm? This is only the first. I'm going to have seven. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> what about your career? As of today, my career is ended. Goodbye, Elizabeth Welch. I am now only Mrs. Richard Barton. Well, we'll see. But certainly you're not working for at least eight months or so. And I turned down the English picture, canceled everything for the next six weeks. I'm taking you on a vacation. Where would you like to go? Hmm? Oh, darling, I don't care. I don't know. Maybe we'll just stay home. I've told Lucy no interviews, no agents, and to turn down all invitations. Mind? That's what I want. Oh, speaking of invitations, there's one I thought you might get a laugh out of. I don't want to open my eyes. I'm so comfy. Read it to me. It's from Spain. A letter. And it contains box seats for a bullfight in Seville. Oh, no! How wonderful! What's the message? It says, The heart never forgets and still hopes. It has been a long road, but I am ready to dedicate that bull to you now, Elizabeth. I will hope with my heart that these tickets will bring you to watch. And it's signed... El Gitano. That's right. I seem to remember him. The gypsy. He's a pretty classy torero in his day. What is he? An old flame? Sort of. Tell me, when is the Kriga? The last day of this month. Then I know where I want to go on my vacation. Take me to Seville, Rich. Take me back to Spain. Are you feeling any better, Rich? <coughs> I don't know. That's what I get for coming to Seville. Spanish flu. I'm just not up to going to that bullfight. I don't like them anyway. Oh, forget about that. I'm not going. Oh, yes, you are. I called Juan Materos. He's going to take you. But I can't leave you alone. I want to be alone. Sleep this off. <laughs> Come on, honey. Don't you think I know that for some reason this is very important to you? Important enough to bring us all the way from Hollywood to Seville? Well, I wanted to explain, but it seems so... so silly. I don't want you to explain. I just want you to go see your dashing Torero. Richard, are you jealous? Should I be? Of course not. Raphael is only... only... Whatever he is, you go see him again. If we're going to have seven children together, I want to make sure I'm the man you really want to father them. You, look, Juan, look. Watch how he's working the bull. You still think he's lost his touch? He looks well, muy bien, but these first passes. How close do you want him to work? The horn is inches from his leg on every pass. Perhaps, perhaps. They say since his return, he is fighting like the old El Gitano, but still... Still what? Uh, I still remember him in the same ring here in Seville six years ago. He was bad. Very bad. One would have thought he was afraid. Bravo! Bravo! Did you see that? You could not have put a sheet of paper between his legs and the horn. Could a man like that be afraid? I must agree he's not afraid, but he should be of this bull, Senorita. Why? He hooks to the left. He is dangerous, this Toro. Dangerous. Now you like 
Well, if he kills as beautifully as he has fought, tomorrow all Spain will be his. What is he doing now? He is asking El Presidente to dedicate the bull. I he is asking for the ear. See? The hand at his ear. They are waiting to see whom he will dedicate the bull to. He is coming this way. I wonder who... I can tell you who won. He's going to dedicate it to me. Splendid. Colossal. Eight classes searching right against him. I worry what you said about the bull. He's taking too much chance with him. There's blood in his costume. Nada from the bull as it touches him. I tell you, if he kills clean, you will have both ears... Hooves and tail. What's wrong? La Muerta. Now he kills. Watch. Coming, eh? 
Yes, my first child. Ah, uh, no. I think that was me. Through you, I was reborn. You're not going to die. We'll get the best doctor. To die is not so bad in itself. Come close. I have one last secret for you. I will keep it safe. I know. All my secrets are safe with you. Keep this one very safe. In all my fights, since I saw you last, the fear has still been there. The terrible fear. Until today. Today was glorious. A day I shall never surpass. many of us are brave enough to bring them out into the light, to turn and face them down, this was the story of one man who, with a woman's help, prevailed in his conquest of fear. I shall be back shortly. Elizabeth Welch never did return to the films. He did have those seven children and is still happily married to Richard Barton. The first of their children was a boy who was named Raphael. That was Richard's idea after he heard the whole story. I've always wondered whether Elizabeth didn't hesitate between the two most important men in her life. But then, seven children. I think that leaves no possible doubt of how deep her devotion is to her husband. Our cast included Tammy Grimes, Rosemary Rice, Ian Martin, and Sam Gray. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.